The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go! You're wasting time! Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is Jakey Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Frank. Uh, the feed says the most recent one was episode... 278. Wow, I'm so slow. 279, 279. Yeah, 278. That's the one. So this is. T- so we are we are on 279, and we mean it this time. Cool. <laughs> I can't believe how long we've been in the 270s. It's really absurd. We're about to make a big leap out of the last like I don't know four years of podcasts yep. into. <laughs> oh dear. Into 280. Pretty much. Podcast yeah, yeah, number 280. Back and. More semi regular than ever. Semi regular. That sounds like something Wait, that my grandma would brag about. I thought this was two seventy nine, not two eighty. This is two seventy nine. Yeah. Did you just say two eighty? No. When we get to two eighty. Oh. Listen, we are numbers challenged on this show. Oh, it's dear. Pottercast. Who are we, I'm, anyway? I'm Melissa. I'm John. I'm Frack. Or Frank. Now you know. Or Branky. <laughs> See, call back, but I'm ching. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. I think we... What are we doing? Well, I think we have a, a fourth today, don't we? Or are we going to hold do. him for a minute? Uh, my special friend, Charlie, is here. Oh, my gosh, my special friend. Hello, hello. Another boy voice. Wait, that sounds like... That sounds like a Weasley. He's a wee. He's my Weezy. Hey, Charlie. <laughs> I work in dragons. Excellent. I give him notes. He works in Wonderful. dragons. Wonderful, Charlie. Quick, what's your favorite Harry Potter book of the series? My favorite book is the third book. Excellent choice. How about your favorite movie? What was that? Favorite, favorite movie? movie? Oh, uh, the second to last one, number seven, part two. Part one. Oh, so eight, okay. Eight, part eight, one. Part one. Seven. Part one. Seven. Yeah, that number that seven. is a good movie. Yeah. It's an interesting choice. That's I a good do one. Like that one. That one. That one is too. a little underrated because two came out and like almost eclipsed it. But I agree. That's a. I prefer that one to two. Fantastic movie. Do you, Frankie? Really? I, I guess I do, there's yeah. more character development and such, and less action. It's a different pace. It's a yeah. Different... Although two does have Hogwarts yeah. in that. I, yeah, Hogwarts I desperately is there life. no Hogwarts in seven? You know, we see flashes. I think you, I think Very we see little, like the Caros running it and stuff we like see that. Snape being a weirdo, and we see you know like the Death Eaters making you know it's you know it is what it Charlie's is. Charlie's been here two minutes. He's out Harry Pottering me. It's, it, it, <laughs> it's kind of like watching well, the press was, briefings nowadays with like the new crew taking over the White House instead. So Charlie is here for a very special reason. Charlie, wonderful. Why Let's is that? Hear it. I saw Cursed Child tonight, mm-hmm. first part, mm-hmm. for the first time. Oh my gosh. Nice. In New York City even. Wow. How was it? New York, New York City, City. On Broadway. And I we have to admit here that while Charlie is a great fan of the movies, three is his favorite because it's the last one he finished. Aha. Uh-huh. I was gonna ask if that was the <laughs> only true. one he'd read. <laughs> That's true. When Melissa said that I was out Harry Pottering her, uh, if we kept going with that, it wouldn't have lasted very long. I mean, there's only a certain amount of time that we can be special friends until he finishes, you know, before he finishes reading Harry Potter. This is, this is very true. The clock is ticking. <laughs> I know. What if oh he my. reads yeah. more of them and doesn't like them, Melissa? What, what happens? Well, that's an automatic finish. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, I, that's, a, that's a see you later. he's got Goblet of Fire <laughs> yeah, coming up golly. next. There's a lot oh, at stake. I'm not, I'm not worried about that. I... I love the books. I don't know how I slipped off of them. Neither um, do I. I devoured them when they came yeah. out, just like the rest of us. You almost devoured them when they I came almost out. Well, you devoured at least a, one of them. This is a touchy them. subject. I'm curious. <laughs> at least one. What was, the ga- what was the gap between two and three? How long did it take you to put down two and think, I have to read three? Well, I, was, I think I was reading them as they came out. Oh, wow. And then when the fourth one came out, I read maybe three quarters of it and then somehow got off it and somehow never picked it back up again. Charlie manages to be both a Harry Potter hipster mm-hmm. 
and super over Harry Potter, which I guess is still. Harry. I guess I do have all the gear, but he does have. I'm the a little. Gear. I'm a little. Over. No, he no, he just it just life happened, and he never read the rest, and he's gonna read the rest because I'm gonna make him. I'm very <laughs> I'm very excited about it. So I mean, the arguably the fourth is the sloppiestly written anyway. Not five. So. No, I think four. Really? But I love five, so I'm biased. So I don't know how objective mm. I mean. Four, it's, it's just, just there's a lot of like I, I'm sorry, like I, there's a lot of suspension of disbelief with Dumbledore and Moody. You just hate the like whole, film like, Moody. No, <laughs> I do hate. I hate, passionately loathe it, but um, <laughs> film Moody. But like honestly, like that is it's. I think that's why that one came out the longest. Shouldn't she have like a hard time figuring mm. that one out? I heard. No, five took the longest. Or four. Uh, no, I think five had that long ass gap reason. between no, four and five. Five definitely because took four. Five definitely took the longest because uh, three came out in ninety nine and four came out in two thousand one. And then like the whole fandom happened in, in between four and five, basically. Whole fandom happened. At least the OG fandom, anyway. Oh, Talk oh, about really? hipster gatekeeping pod- podcasting weirdos. That's us. Is that us? That's, that's <laughs> Is that us? totally okay. us. Uh. So, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, I had, we got tickets tonight, and we got to go see it. Um, the Lyric Theater has been complete. I, I was in the Lyric Theater a couple of times mm. before this renovation, and it's completely unrecognizable. Really? Like, oh, my God. It's so beautiful. There are these Patronus drawings that are actual, oh. like, words. They're mm. actual very important quotes from the books that are formed into Patronuses mm. and if you look down at the bottom you can see the little person casting the Patronus. Oh man. Where, where were you guys oh, sitting? Oh beautiful. We, we had very good seats. <laughs> we had really good Wonderful. seats. Wonderful. We had really good seats. Row H. Where though? Wonderful. Row H off the center. Yeah. Yeah. It was about as good as seats as I think you could have. That's yeah. awesome. It was really good. Yeah. It was really great. So Charlie. Real name not Charlie but Charlie. Yeah. How do you Mom feel? Gare, what, tell me your tell me your so I loved it. Um, I was I was dazzled by it. I think is the word. Um, the story was good. The story was engaging. It it wasn't the part that really got me though. Um, but the effects, the way they do magic, mm-hmm. um, you know, Melissa and I were talking when we got out about how it's amazing how they make the magic both like wondrous and remarkable but also kind of normal and so it really immerses you in the world um and it, it was just it it was amazing and the uh, i probably don't want to give away the ending of the first part but it was uh, oh you could wild hashtag keep the secrets yeah yeah wild. where do, i was gonna ask where because i haven't seen it i've only read it where is the divide between the two we begin? I forget. Where does the when does the first one the end? The first one ends when they go back the second time. Um, oh, okay. and they've just realized that like like the kind of world they're in. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I still have it. I I still don't like the time travel in that. Story. That's the whole no. damn show is the time travel, Frankie. <laughs> what the hell did you? We're like? not getting into it again because we're not. Oh no, we're not getting into it again. I don't want to get in an argument again. I'm just saying, I personally. Don't find it very plausible. Well, like none of it's plausible. The, story, the books. It comes yeah. off like it was written by like a seventeen-year-old fanfic writer on fanfiction.net. Oh boy! Oh boy! But the production <laughs> values are amazing. Share. Like the magic. I is- don't share that opinion. I think when you take away, when you take away, if it is what it's, when you take away the like. I mean, I enjoy fanfiction. When you take away the plot, when you take away the actual plot yeah. of like there's these fantastical things happening because there's always fantastical things right. happening and you focus on what the show is supposed to be about. It's very well written. Yeah. The trolley, which is ridiculous. <laughs> the trolley, which continues to be. Wait, completely I'm a, did you, I've only seen the second did you part. Say if you take away the plot, it's good. What did you say, Frankie? Did you just say if you take away the plot, it's good? <laughs> plot is different. <laughs> no, if you don't focus uh, on like you... the ridiculousness of the each piece of the plot, because yes, it's, completely ludicrous yeah. but so is harry potter like it's if you were deaf you'd have about. a ball if you, if were, you were deaf and you were just there for like the, the look and feel of it you would have that'd be the, your day of the year right there did you did you feel that i think i yeah i think i know what you mean the the themes the what they're what they're trying to say about the story is really yeah. engaging and, and interesting um 
Yeah, and they, I think they're taking it in an unexpected direction, the way they play with, like, privilege and the consequences of being famous means that, you know, you have trouble being a normal dad and that Harry Potter is uh, might be a good wizard and a good person, but he's also maybe not the best father. Mm. The perils of parenting as a Gryffindor, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Gryffindor parenting. Yeah. The perils of Gryffindor parenting. Yeah, like parenting. that kind of character stuff, um, I think was really nice and complicated and good. I just, to me, it's just the other stuff to strike. Some of the things is like, are, feel like we are doing this because we're doing it, because it's a stage show. But that's also like, that's not a negative. Like, it is a stage show. It is an mm-hmm. art. Part of the wonder of theater is being able to do these things in person. And I was saying that this this night made me realize that outside of reading the books and having it fully in your imagination, this is the best way to get a visual on even above the movies on what it would be like to live in a magical world. I think they I think this level of magical surrealism is better than the magical surrealism you see in the movies. Mm. Because it's practical and it's in front of you, or just how they visually accomplish how it? they visually accomplish it because it's practical and in front of you. There's a lot, a lot. Like I feel like a lot of the magic that they use in the movies is so like showy and pointy, and here there's a lot of like little touches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when Harry sorts his papers and then yes. they're sorted. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Of. Yeah, yeah. Or, what do you uh, mean? Explain the, how he does it in the play. Yeah, where he just he just says, "Okay, now they're now they're clean." Um, but then she's like, well, but you still haven't gone through them. So like, even if you're have magic, you're still stuck with all the mundane realities of work and life. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of little like magic happening all over the place. Like feels like what it might feel like to be in the magic wizarding wizarding world. Whereas in the movies, it didn't. In the movies, it felt like, and now we're going to do magic. Watch us do magic. <laughs> you, you know, magic. <laughs> let's, let's see it then. See the trolley, which was ridiculous, though. I, I agree with that. How did Fred and George not get off that train right? if <laughs> Scorpius and Albus, they just jumped off? Scorpius did, and Albus don't strike me as like right. the more mischievous between mm. those four. Did Fred and George not try just jumping off? She mentions Fred and George tried to get off the train, Sirius Black and all of them tried to get off the train. Oh. But only these guys. Sirius Black broke out of Azkaban, didn't he? That, but he couldn't get away from the trolley witch. Couldn't get away from the trolley witch. And these guys okay. had the genius idea of jumping <laughs> off. But Azkaban is different because of the Dementors can't see. Well, Andy was a dog. <laughs> but he used his surroundings resourcefully is the point. Like, he was a resource. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. This is true. So the audience was so super into it. I was really pleased. Yeah. yeah. See a Broadway audience really so pumped. Yeah. Gasping with joy and wonder, yeah. which is pretty cool. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. There were dementors flying around all over us. There was, yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to so see it. You got to Now, do they have the same kind of dealy in New York where you can show up and be in a lottery if you don't have like a ticket ahead of time? Like, how does that work? They do. They have something called the Friday 40. And every Friday they do a raffle. I don't know if they do it for every show. It might just be mm, Friday. Wow. See, I got super lucky like, in London. I showed up day of and hoped there was some cancellations, and we managed to get two tickets that were unfortunately seated nowhere near each other. One ticket was awesome, and one ticket was probably like the fifth row from the very back top, so it was like impossible. But it was my birthday, so I got the better one. Happy birthday! It's really just, <laughs> it's just nice to like spend time with those characters and see Harry as an adult and I don't know. It's nice to be there again. Some of the some of the effects are mind blowing. You can see them doing it but you still can't see them doing How it. How is the cast? Are they are the original from London, most of them? Yeah. The the Delphi is new. I like her a lot. Yeah. I like Delphi a lot too. Um Yeah. Yeah, I thought the cast was good. I I haven't seen them in London, but um How does it stack up to other Broadway shows in terms of like like the production value? Charlie's a Charlie's an expert. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yes. Charlie, do you have you do you watch a lot of uh, Broadway or no? So I do watch a lot of Broadway now because I am with Melissa. Uh, previous oh, okay. to that, I had never seen a Broadway show. I didn't know oh, many okay. people who had never seen nice. a Broadway show. You know, I thought Broadway shows was something that you did like maybe once in your life. You like went and you saw Wicked, sure. and it was awesome. And obviously, that is a lot of people do that, but um. 
I have been lucky enough to see a bunch of shows. I got him in by showing him the hardest Sondheim show to watch of Which all time. One? Which one? <laughs> no, Sunday in the Park with George oh. is my favorite. It's my favorite show ever, but it's also really difficult to like just if you're not into yeah. theater, you know. But he passed that test. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Nice. And we went to Fun Home. I, had, I haven't we seen that We went to one. Sunday Live. Oh, that's your mm-hmm. sixth one. We went to Sunday Live. Yeah. Um, Come From Away. Mm-hmm. Hamilton. Nice. <gasps> Hamilton. If you guys I want to see Hamilton. The show Hamilton. So how do these these production values compared for you to like Hamilton? I, I think it's all of the biggest production value that we saw. Yeah, the... I don't know. This is this just blows away any production values I've seen on stage to date in the handful of shows I've seen. I mean, Hamilton, the production is great, and there's a few really stunning set pieces like the rewind mm-hmm. piece. But um, I don't know. Hamilton, the focus isn't really on the stagecraft so much as yeah. the words yeah. and performances. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's hard to compare but, that. I mean, you'd have to compare it to like a w- w- Wicked or uh, something like that yeah that yeah, kind of grandeur but notice that we're comparing to musicals there's never been a oh that's a that's really a interesting point. point yeah i think this is certainly yeah. easily the biggest play that they put on and i can't you know think maybe ever ever there's an article recently by the new york times that talks about how it's breaking all the budget figures i'm like <laughs> it's got like a 63 million dollar budget with whereas a typical play has like a six million dollar <laughs> budget it's right. just it's just <laughs> Not typical, like the an expensive play sure. six million dollar budget. Well, I mean, how long do you think they'll be able to let it run for? Forever, <laughs> it's going to run. I mean, forever. you don't put that kind of money into a theater like that if you're not trying to set it up to hold on for a while and. To... And that's the thing. Some of the mm. press is like, it is raising the bar, you know, and like, yes, it is raising the bar, like, but it's a bar itself. that other shows are not going to be able yeah. to meet. Right. Only Harry Potter blockbuster behind it could make this be able to fund you know to that level Mm -hmm. yeah it's like game of thrones is you know they spend 100 million dollars on a season now but that doesn't mean that all shows are now if like marvel tried to put on a play with their money and their characters they could probably compete but yeah do they have any interest in doing so yeah, would they do? Would they ever? I think. I guess you need somebody at the head of the content. Oh, side, they like, could definitely. Like Rowling. I heard that Spider-Man that show was like, crap. I've really respect. That was a musical, <laughs> and it wasn't so much. Well, I don't know if it was crap or not. I didn't see it, but it was very dangerous. Like audience members yeah. almost died. Like it was like that. Spider-Man kept f- <laughs> falling off his the... webs. There's a book about it. Oh, really? You can read all. I about think it. it's a side yeah. plot on the the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Where uh, Titus was going to try out. And yeah, then Titus. It was meant to be like, don't do it. <laughs> it's like the riskiest thing you could do. <laughs> Spider Man, that's really funny. Um, but yeah, you excited for tomorrow? I am incredibly excited for tomorrow. Oh my gosh. It's so cool you get to see it back to back two nights in a row. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. I don't think they could do the back, like the one day, though I'm doing it with Angels in America, so. Is that a two-day show? Two day. No, there was any There's other two, two, two show plays. Things. Yeah, Angels in America. It's the other famous one that does it like that. There's a couple. There's um a couple of what's like, Angels in America about? Forever, a Iceman Comet that's like five hours. Um, Angels in America is about life in New York in the eighties. Oh, okay, the AIDS crisis. Um, oh. but it's it's, it's a stunning. It's a Pulitzer Prize winning, just completely stunning. Wow. show. Yeah. How long has that been running? Oh, it's just a new production of it. It's like a limited. You know, uh, it's supposedly an amazing production of it. It came out. Oh, I meant like when did it? When was it written? Oh, it was written in the nineties, I believe. Mm. It's there's an HBO series that is really good, starring Emma Thompson, that you can watch if you are interested in the subject. Mm. Really well done. What's it called? Yeah, Angels in America. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Well, Well, that's a great cursed child wrap up. We're excited to hear what you think of part two. (laughs) Coming to yeah, yeah, I can't wait. I want to see it. Theater reviews with Charlie. That's right, Jared. Theater reviews with Charlie. Taking a Excellent. break from the dragons to. He's got some dragons to tame. Get it. Get in some theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are going to talk about the Harry Potter game now. Yeah, right? we're going to review something else yeah. that you can all interact with and all play. I'm about and, to and enjoy the to production value of the thing and your phone. So, when in here are we going to do the? The news with Emma, by the way. Well, let's let's go ahead and do some news with Emma here, real fast. You know, lots have been happening here in the Harry Potter world, in the fandom, and the internet. So, uh, oh wait, say goodbye to Charlie. Oh, Charlie, peace out, buddy. 
Bye, Charlie. Meeting you. Careful Bye, guys. flying away on that dragon. I hear it's sharp. There you go. <laughs> Are, mind sharp. mind the sharp. sharp dragons there. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye, guys. So, Emma, pop in here. Let's hear what's going on in the news. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Leaky News or Emma News or Pottercast News. Something with news. And we know it's new news today. So that's kind of fun. Say hi, Emma. Hello. Hello again. <laughs> Thanks for being our news guru. We appreciate that. No, it's okay. (laughs) So what do you have on the agenda for us today? Um, So I'm going to start off with some exciting Fantastic Beast news. So we've had recently uh, new Fantastic Beast footage released at CinemaCon. And yeah, I know, I know, it's big, but we can't see it yet. (laughs) I was going to ask, because I was reading the article on a leaky cauldron and i was like what is it above and i didn't know what it was so that we don't really we don't know what it is yet then yeah there was like a breakdown of it and like fans who were there were kind of releasing little tidbits but from what i can tell it's really exciting and everyone's saying the words dark so yeah dark oh i know i know (laughs) okay so did you did you personally read the descriptions that the students and the other people gave and do you, if you have, do you feel is it spoilery or kind of fun? Um, I feel like it's more fun. Like I feel like it's heading towards a big trailer kind of thing. Like we see Dumbledore um, and Newt in a classroom, and he's teaching him um, ridiculous by the sounds of it. So it's all oh, like little fun. bits like this. Yeah, like we see Newt's bogger, which is a desk apparently. So <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's something to do with him being afraid of a desk job, which makes sense, but Dumbledore's all like, everyone's scared of something. Um, oh, how funny desk yeah, job. So it's cute. all like little okay. fun bits. And there's a scene with Jacob meeting Flamel, and he asks if he's a ghost, and Flamel's all like, no, mate, I'm an alchemist. So, yeah. Oh, we're going to see <laughs> Flamel. That's cool. I know. And oh, wow. What else? Um, oh, there was the Mirror of Erised as well, apparently, like a little glimpse. So yeah, it's all like little wow. little bits for Potter fans by the sounds of it. That's awesome. That's exciting. I know. But yeah, I can't wait to see it. So we'll get it up and on the website as soon as it's up. Ah, yeah, that's cool. I might probably not watch the footage, but I like hearing about it because I'm a huge spoiler foe. Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's why I asked. I wanted to know, if, like, is this kind of... And it, I didn't feel any... Like, that's why I always kind of ask that kind of stuff because I just saw Infinity Wars over this last weekend twice but i had not seen any trailers and it was a wonderful experience yeah 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 oh my god no yeah (laughs) that was too much (laughs) yeah speaking of movies um i hear we're going to learn about a professor in the next movie too yes so we went to the cursed child premiere on broadway on april 22nd and we met jk rowling and we met jessica williams and when we met them um, we didn't know anything, and then halfway through the so in the interval of the first performance of Cursed Child on Broadway, J.K. Uh-huh. Rowling decided that she was just going to release Jessica Williams's character, which is a professor at Elvermorty. So her name is Eulali Hicks, I think that's how you pronounce it, or Lally. So Lally, okay, yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah, but we're uh, not going to get to see exciting. her. That's exciting. I know, I know, but apparently we get a glimpse of her in this film. And she's more in the third film, so. Oh, I know. dang it! <laughs> I didn't know that. I got so excited. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, I'll something to look forward to. Yeah, I know. So, that is all that she's said so far. But. Oh, that's so cool. I know. I wonder what. Uh, what's your Ilvermorny house? Um, I am a. Is it Puckwudgie? Is that how you say it? Puckwudgie. Yeah. And then, are you? What is your Hogwarts house? Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw, that's right. Ravenclaw. I showed you my Ravenclaw gang sign yet or no? No. <laughs> okay, when I see you in person next, yes. remind me to show you our, my Ravenclaw gang sign. I'm okay, that sounds fun. That sounds fun. Okay, next news bit. Right, Sorry. so we've got um, <laughs> lots of releases coming this year. Um, most of them are book releases. So we've got, have you seen the 20th anniversary Scholastic covers by Brian Selznick yet? I have. The I like them. I have. I like them, but I have one critique. What is your critique? But I'm picky like that because I like to draw myself. I feel as though the snake. Yes. Throughout it is like it's giving like Nagini 
as though she's some sort of looming presence in the whole series. Yes. I get I get that it's a it's a design element for framing mm. because so they can kind of just go from each book, but either make her head bigger at the end or make the body thinner throughout it. But other yeah. than that, and that's a nitpick, everybody. Yeah. Sorry, I'm being nitpicky because it's beautiful. <laughs> like all the acting and the expressions on the faces and everything are great. So like it's it's wonderful. But that's my nitpick. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, is that Nagini? Like, is it meant to be like a, is it meant to be like, just like a Voldemort thing? Like a Slytherin, Nagini, Voldemort, like everything? Oh, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I don't, I think it's snake theme, but I don't yeah. know. Kind of. Yeah, and that, yeah, that's a good, that's a very valid point. Like, just because the, in, the that snake at the end is Nagini doesn't mean the whole body is. Yeah. Yeah. Who sure. knows? But it's really pretty, so if you haven't seen oh, it. Oh, it's Everyone has to see it. go see it. Yeah, it's really soft and gentle. Like I the artwork it. is. I want really like the beautiful. whole mural on my wall. That would be amazing. Yeah, that it would look gorgeous. Yes, but then we've also got um, from both Bloomsbury and Scholastic this year. We've got illustrated editions of the Tales of Beedle the Bard. So and the illustrator are are they different illustrators for each publisher or the same illustrator? Yes, yeah, they're different pub illustrators. So we've got Chris that makes Riddle. Sense for the um, Bloomsbury edition. And then the Scholastic edition, I am probably gonna say this wrong, but it is, so we've got a different one for that. Hang on, it is Elizabeth Zwerger? Zwerger? Oh yeah, that is where it, like, yeah, oh, and it's, and it's actual Lisbeth, not, yeah, not Elizabeth. Yeah, that's Lisbeth. interesting, Elizabeth. <laughs> Zwerger. Yeah, but their art styles look really different, so it'll be nice to see like the contrast, especially between the Tale of the Three Brothers in both of those. Yes, I'm super pumped. These I look know. beautiful. I can't wait. Yeah, I was a little, I didn't understand, I, I probably should have, could have read the articles a little more closely, <laughs> but I got excited seeing illustrated versions for Beetle the Bard, and I wasn't sure like, oh, is this going to be one version or two? So the fact that I get two is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love wait. the Bloomsbury guy. I know. So... They just keep bringing out with books. Like, I feel like my wall is going to be full of different editions. And... Yeah, and books are heavy. I know. <laughs> Trying to move... transport them as well. Yeah, it's so hard. <laughs> I used to be I able guess... to carry all the Harry Potter books, and now it's like, nope, nope. I will break nope. my back. <laughs> That's why we need those expandable bags. Yeah, charms. exactly. Like, if they could sell those, that would be great. Yeah, I'd buy one. Yeah, definitely. Everyone would. A bag of holding, if yes. one wants one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then what else? Oh, JK Rowling showed this little niffler. It was like in the palm of her hand. It was really tiny, like the size of a little finger thumbnail or whatever. Uh -huh. And it was actually part of the new Lego sets coming out this August. So I know. Oh my I goodness. <laughs> so we haven't had any Lego in ages. And now we're gonna get a Hogwarts set and a crime set. So that is good. They like accidentally spoiled part of the trailer, kind of like explained what part of the trailer was <laughs> with their Lego set. So oh, okay, I then don't it. tell me what that is. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't I'll like keep... a big spot. Like you do see it in the yeah. trailer, but I'm yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. so interesting. <laughs> but yeah, this little niffler is gonna be part of one of them. I don't know whether it'll be in either of those. It'll probably be in a different one. But that's cool. It's really that tiny is cool. and cute. Hey, um, why don't you stop trying to spoil me, Emma? I'm sorry! Okay? <laughs> I, I can't help it, it's JK Rowling. I know, I'm just kidding. Um, man, that Niffler, I looked it up, mm. and on, on the article at the-leaky.collar.org, the whatever. <laughs> um, and it's so cute! I'm gonna buy that set just to have a little Niffler at I my know, desk I know, I just wanna work. put them everywhere. I wanna like, make a little wall of little <gasps> tiny Nifflers. Maybe I didn't even it. think about the possibility of having multiple Nifflers. Yeah, yeah, maybe you could just buy the Niffler. <laughs> Duh. Oh, wow. <laughs> that would be cute. Um, and then... I think the we last... have time for one... Oh, wait, no, you, you, you beat me to it. You go. The yeah, last the last one. news piece is J.K. Rowling releasing Lethal White this year. So she's finished it, and it's being edited, and it's going to come out this year. Do we have a date? Uh, no. <laughs> she just said later this year, so it's probably like... if it. She seems to be coinciding everything, Cormoran Strike, with Fantastic Beasts. So knowing her, because apparently she likes keeping busy, she's going to release it like <laughs> the same time as Fantastic Beasts, just because she likes doing that to us. 
Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, I really enjoy that that series too, so that's exciting. So. It's so good. I love the TV series as well. And I'm oh, has he? Is it good? I haven't given it. A, I haven't making the time for it yet. Do you enjoy? Do you enjoy it? Yeah, it's pretty good. I really like um, Tom Burke and Holiday Granger. They do a really good job of like bringing that's, it to life. I think. So. Oh, that's good. Because I always imagined in my head. Um, oh, what's what's her name? In the book, Robin. Robin mm. was Emily Blunt. And I oh, always okay. imagine Emily Blunt playing the role, and yeah. so when like I saw it cast differently, it's just that that problem always like, oh, it's different than I imagined. <laughs> it is really different. I listened to the audiobooks, so it's really different how I imagined it because I was like, yeah, oh. I listen to the audiobooks too because I'm just kind of a slow reader. And yeah, so I, yeah. Like to <laughs> I was doing like a summer job, and I was like, I might as well just listen to all of these. But they're great. Yeah. So. Looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. Well, thanks for doing the news, Emma. That's okay. So we will, um, well, I'm going to go head back to the other guys, and we will see Emma next episode. Bye-bye. See you soon. Bye, everybody. Shall I stop recording now? I assume I stop recording now. Right, yeah. All right, so I'm opening my Harry Potter and the, what's it called? It just says Harry Potter. Yeah, it's like Harry Potter. It's got Snape's face on it. Okay, so let's talk about these graphics. This so was... we got the game open here, you know? It's pretty cool looking so far. Uh, I really enjoy the graphics. I am very impressed with the level, the quality that it is for a mobile game. That, like, I'm very impressed. And the paintings and the artwork, I, like, I don't know. I'm a fan so what's, far. What's here, real fast here, what other Harry Potter video games have you guys remembered playing with flipendo so there's certainly that flipendo one makes an appearance in most of them do you play the lego harry potter games because of all of the harry potter games those are my uh favorite <laughs> i love the lego harry potter games but i haven't played them in a bit i have never played the lego harry potter games sadly oh doodles you need to download them on your ps4 they're so much fun uh, i need to all right all right, so I've I've made myself a little witch character, yeah. and somebody, and now she's like appeared in Diagon Alley, and it says, "There's you're going to Hogwarts too. Come to the store." And so, so you meet your best I, friend. Her name is what is it? Ronan. Rowan, something like that. She's not on my screen right now. So I'm browsing shelves at Flourish and Blocks, yeah. and I have to pick up books. So I'm picking up books. Is this going to be sort of like a Farmville thing where you have to sort of tend it? I okay, so I just as a disclaimer, I don't play a whole lot of mobile games like this. Uh, my girlfriend uh, Bree is a much bigger mobile gamer than me. She said straight away that this reminded her of those uh, Kardashian games. Oh, I've never played that. Which are, what's a Kardashian game? So like they're they're very popular in the App Store. The Kardashian family puts them out and. Uh, it is, you know, if if you've played them, you'll understand the similarities straight away. Uh, I don't know how to really describe it otherwise, but it's 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 not like an action kind of game. It's not even like a coordination kind kind of game. It's like a, uh, you know, you tap the screen on the things they tell you to tap, um, and then there's occasional strategy, but. I don't know. I don't want to shit on it here too much up front. Well, it's like the beginning of all this, right? Right. So now I I got got Rowan. I'm I just don't know what the the these feels like a lot of these games that when I'm playing other games it's like download civilization or build an empire or fantasy whatever and you start with a plot of land and it's just like The Sims. You have to like build it well, up bit by bit. So like the um main um, you know, fuel, if you want to call it, to this game is that uh, you can see in the top right, you have a blue bar that has a lightning bolt and a circle, and that represents the energy that you can expend here while you're playing. And each time that you tap one of those, uh, one of the things that it's telling you to tap, you use one of those energy units. And so... Um, when you do certain things and you, uh, you know, get rewarded or whatever, sometimes they'll give you more energy and sometimes they'll give you, like, coins or gold, gold coins or these little pink gems. 
But here's here's the rub. If you play for a while, um, you'll quickly find that uh, it's very easy to run out of energy. And uh, you only get so much energy per hour or per set amount of time. Like if you come back to the game later, you'll have more energy. But uh, loophole, the not accidental loophole, you can buy more energy with the in-app purchases. <laughs> okay, I've seen a lot of like puzzle games like this where you can just buy. You can oh, buy you can get more. Game. Like you can get hair and different hairstyles and stuff too by buying stuff or by so, leveling up i guess i just tried to put my name in and it wouldn't let this me. is a bug that i've been hearing about like a lot of names for whatever reason have not been getting through and uh, only the ones that come up when you hit the randomize button have been working for a lot of people and people are pissed because it's like you're meant to make this character look like you and you're gonna like get sorted so of course you'd want it to have your name and uh, I'm sure they'll be fixing that soon because um, it's ridiculous. Uh, it, for whatever reason, allowed me to put John Dollish, so I managed to get through. Of course, it yeah. did. John Dollish, probably a billion John Dollish. There would be. It was a very popular name. So now I'm in Ollivanders, and I'm getting a wand. And oh, now we've now we've I've heard about my brother. So you get introduced to this person's brother. That's cool. And he's going to be part of the story, I guess. Yeah. He was expelled. He ran away from home after being expelled, and he hasn't been heard of since. Expelled? Oh, and you have to choose. Okay, so you have to choose. It says, that must have had a profound impact on you. And there are three choices. I felt bad for him. I was angry. I was determined. I think all of this is going into what house? Yeah, I bet for sure. Yeah. So the characters all are like based on the movies, which I guess are based on the actors. I am not playing the sound. Have you played with the sound? Yeah, well, so the sound is great because they actually had the actors come back and record a lot of these lines. Even Maggie Smith has some originally recorded uh, lines here. And uh, that's actually one of the things that I enjoy about this is the actual music from the uh, various soundtracks. They're all featured. um, And the uh, voice actors, so... That's pretty cool. Melissa, were you not able to connect? Were, were you not able to connect to your Facebook? I found I did connect it to the Facebook, and I gotta now, say, you so were able in, to. That didn't make your name in there already, or no? Nope. Okay, I have to put my name. So in. she's in Diagon Alley, and I know I have to go through this whole thing, but it is cool when you scroll through Diagon Alley to see like yeah. people standing there talking to each other, walking around. There's the Leaky Cauldron, but I can't go to any of it. What guy did you guys talk to at first? Was it Rowan? Rowan. But do you have glasses? Well, I have a she. No, but the Rowan was a the Rowan, Rowan was a female. Rowan, my Rowan is also a female. So oh yeah, mine's a. Does, did she have glasses? She does have glasses. And you tell her to get a sweater, and I just come back and seen her after I went to Ollivander's, and now she's got a sweater on. Hey, a smart sweater. My family's tree farm. She has a tree farm. Yeah, they make wands and brooms. That's so cool. So you're going to have to build the wands and brooms, I'm guessing. No, I think they just needed like a, a nice little transition to point out the fact that the character like stays home all the time and doesn't have any friends. And that's why like she's always reading. She doesn't want to be farming. So they say that your brother's name is Jacob, or my supposed brother's name is Jacob, who's expelled from Hogwarts for breaking school rules in search of the famous cursed vaults. So now, ah. we, have a, now we have a plot. So there's a cursed vault somewhere. I don't recall there ever being any vaults in Hogwarts to the point where like they needed to use the Gringotts vaults for. I just don't know what the, what the idea is yet. I'm going. I'm going. Me too, Quinn. See you in September on the Hogwarts Express. All right. My Frank, are you? I think in this yet? is. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm just went to flourish and blot. My, I think my, I think this. This isn't. This is like an immersive, like sink into it like dip into this world game it's not uh i don't i think the 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 plot is probably going to be very secondary maybe do you know what this reminds me of huh. this is sort of a version of what pottermore was and i did get a lot of pottermore feels honestly i thought pottermore <laughs> and i on pottermore so much but i thought pottermore truly was like a more worthwhile experience than this 
Like, well, I mean, because Pottermore, we had the red quills. Like, but this, honestly, like, like I, I, I think it. I think it. On that was my. That was my. I love Pottermore for that reason. Um, but I think. I think finally they involved. They like they they um, finally morphed into the two separate things they needed to be. Because like Pottermore now was mainly just like a place for information and reading not like a click-through experience because it was such an effing chore to click through everything just to read the stuff i wanted to read and now this is like if i'm going to click through stuff this is fun this is what i want i want to make my avatar i want to go buy stuff and how do i got like i want to go get sorted like i am like just super pumped that i can even do that and this is cool on the street when you're scrolling they took care to give you a background a foreground a middle ground like they didn't need to put those light posts in in front of the camera so when you pass it that just you don't that is so intuitive like it just makes you feel even more immersive because of that stupid black line that slides across the screen in perspective i don't, i maybe i'm just being biased because it's harry potter but i am yet to be disappointed yet yeah i mean i think you're right that the two things have really split off it's the, all the pieces of Pottermore that were the gamification stuff are now in this app and the information stuff, it is separate and it is more efficient that way. But I did love when Pottermore had it all together. And I did just think maybe the web wasn't as advanced as it is now and maybe it just wasn't ready for this kind of thing on a website, you know? Yeah. But I wish they could combine it in this app and have there be a lot of like backstory and just take the text from Pottermore and make it immersed so I know. Could, you know like they could literally they could know. scrap whatever weird game play like you know they attempted to do here and like <laughs> repurpose all of the art and all of the locations and the voice actors and everything and like do something really cool with this so is are when am I missing Rowan actually speaking or no yeah Rowan should be talking like verb, like an actor speaking it. I I have a sound off. John, I'm asking you. Um, I think so. Okay, hold on. I just need the volume up. It it took Franklin Franco. <laughs> there you go. Uh, oh, you're lucky. I couldn't get any name to yeah. go in. So she's already in charms class. So this is just just an immersive. Yeah. I'm going to Ollivander's. I could see this making like a great slot machine. Like, you know, those awesome slot machines that have, like, the, the video thing at the top. But what costs, what costs you energy? You're being so mean, John. I'm serious. It would be so fun. A slot machine? What do you mean a slot like machine? Like, you put in your, like you in put Vegas, in your money you and you get in? so many turns, so many energy presses, and, like, if you get a, do a spell right or whatever, maybe you win something. Oh, like an arcade game. Yeah, but, like, it'll eventually oh, ask for more money. I think money. you meant, like... I think you meant like a slot machine with the skin on it. What? Nothing. I was very confused. Let's just move past it. You've not been to Vegas in a while. They've got all sorts of like video slot machines. Well, what do we think of this? This is uh, these micro payments and things like this. This is new for the world of Harry Potter. And it's not something that would have happened 10 years ago. Yeah. So what do we think about this? A, for me, it's valueless because... It's so commonplace. Like, it's not... I mean, I I can't judge that until I play the game more. And if I feel as though they're forcing me to buy to play the game, then I have no patience for that. If they, if they, if I can manage my time correctly and kind of, like, earn enough energy points by, like, not playing it constantly, then I'm fine. But if I have to buy stuff, no. That sounds like it's very possible. Like, if you want to just ration out your gameplay to like a little bit at a time and they they do reward you for playing it often like it's funny i um got a I first uh push notification uh this morning from the game saying professor mcgonagall expects perfect attendance you know open up the app and mm-hmm. like play some more of the game i'm like oh geez like you're using McGonagall on me now. Yeah, that's yeah. Just wow. Fine, fine. Gotta go. Gotta yeah, go but like, I I get a little nervous about you know any kind of uh, kids game encouraging the micropayment thing because you know I I certainly believe you should pay for 
entertainment and things. I'm not advocating people pirate things and this and that. And there, there was a lot of work that went into this. And like, yeah, if you wanted to buy a PlayStation game, you'd pay like your 40 to $70 these days. But uh, it seems to be nothing stopping you if you wanted to play this all day. Um, you know, Brie, for example, said that she paid like seven bucks to, to get more of those uh, like points so you could keep playing. And it only lasted like another like 10 or 15 minutes before, before oh, you'd have wow. to buy more. So yeah, like that's, that's how much could like somebody that. potentially, you know, shove into this thing? I mean, some people a lot. And, and and what and what stops them from you know by next week having put in like five hundred bucks into the Harry Potter game? Yeah, I'm like that kind of yeah. I like again, like I don't think that's ever good. But like you can't tell people how to spend their money. You know what I mean? Like if they want to, and they if they if they want well, to, yes they're going no. to, and I that's mean, why people there put we it in have there. laws online about gambling. And uh, you yeah, know, know, like, this like poker. We're not talking about that. Like, we're talking about we're talking about an app that has micropayments, which almost every app does, like Angry Birds does, and kids. That's a game for kids. But you know these, what I mean? Like these things all came up and were released by large companies way sooner than the rate of like any kind of law could catch up with uh, whether or not like you know look at the whole Facebook situation. And look at, you know, the privacy laws and all of these things that are issues now that were issues way quicker than any country could make a law to try and get handle on. Now they're trying to do it all after the fact, after the cat's way out of the bag. Well, wasn't there just something with uh, Blizzard or another company that offers you, you can pay money to get a loot box that you don't know what's in it? And there's controversy over whether or not that is gambling. Really? That's interesting. Yeah, that's fair. It's not gambling because you get something. You're not right? like you, you're not having risking and getting. Yeah, nothing. there's never there's never you a way that you're not getting anything. But if you get a if if you're if you're the part of the buying it is like I might get something amazing. Is that yeah. gambling? Then then that means collectibles in that kind of regard. Mystery boxes with toys in it that you don't which toy you're buying. Right. That's all gambling. Right. And so like I think that's taking it way too far personally. Well, I'm. I I just found For out about these attribute points in this, and I think that's pretty cool. So it has these attribute points that if you you have these three choices a lot of the times when they ask you to do something, and what you pick determines what points you get. You get courage, knowledge, and something else points. So I think that's yeah. cool. They're putting it along the kind of like Gryffindor, Ravenclaw attributes, which is that's really neat. It's like a like a, an a ongoing twist. sorting uh, quiz. Wait, I just caught a house elf. What was what? that? Dobby was hanging around in the corner. I pressed a button and I got more really? energy. Dobby? Why was Dobby at Hogwarts? Well, because Dobby's usually at Hogwarts. Back then. No, Dobby would be with Malfoy. Oh, you're right. I don't know. Maybe it's not Dobby. It's mm. a house elf. And when I clicked it, he just went flying away. So racist. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now I'm in a hallway with... The Slytherin common room, the Hufflepuff common room, the kitchens, and I guess I can go into the potions classroom, but I can't go to any of these yeah. other places. I don't know. It's cool, guys. I'm glad they're still innovating and showing. Definitely. You know. Oh, and you can navigate. I'm going to go to the castle grounds. Oh, you can learn Quidditch. All right. This is fun. Like, there's a way to duel in the game, which, like, is kind of neat, even though it's basically rock, paper, scissors, which you'll you'll see when really? when you do have the chance. I did my Ollivander wand thing, and I'm on my note five, so I used my stylus, so I felt like I was using my wand. Mm. I wish we could be friends on this. This would be a lot yeah. more fun. I was thinking, like, if you had, like, a game like this that you could all friend each other and you could all walk around Hogwarts, at first you're thinking, that would be amazing, and then you think, oh, God, like, would there be, like, a thousand Harry Potters, or, like, would they force you to be, like, some random character? They'd probably force you to be something random but i think like if it was like a big like wow type yeah. game i would like, would everybody just try that. to like save the school all the time like harry and his friends well to be all little side quests like fin finish finish yeah. your homework and then there's like lar 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 big it'll be like in the wow model where they release patches and they keep 
updating the main storyline and it can be it can be after it can be i i think everybody every harry potter fan ever i would pay i would gladly give someone 10 to 20 dollars a month to continue to play that imagine all those renderings they have from the video games over the years if they use those to base it on as a basis to really build it out the way that you can walk around any of those rooms in I'll keep going to WoW, but WoW. Well, you know? not just the other games, but the films. Like, so many of the locations and the characters are all modeled in, in a way that could be ported to uh, a game. Have you guys ever played WoW? A little bit. I have, yes. Okay. Um, I played WoW when it first came out back in, like, 2004, I think it came out, 2003, because my cousins were playing it. I played it a lot. It was great. Didn't play it for a while. And then I went, and then like they had this like event where like the like where like the the hometown of the humans. Uh, what's that called, Melissa? Uh, um, oh God! Azeroth? What the Alliance home? Oh God! Yeah, like Windfell or Windfall or something like that. Oh, no, what's it called? Why am I? Why don't I know this? It's like the most obvious one. Stormwind. Stormwind, thank you. That's uh, Stormwind got hit by like a meteor, and so like there's a whole section of it now that's just a huge crater. And like, so if they were to like do Wait, stuff like Stormwind's that with a Hob- crater, there's a the whole section of it's underwater I'm now. So behind. And then now you're you're you can have flying mounts in Stormwind. You can fly when you're yeah. there. So they and can like, make this story continue into. Yeah, I mean, forever. I was it was just so cool when stuff changed. Like if it was like like. If there was like a battle at Hogwarts and there was like a tower was destroyed, that tower could be destroyed for a long time as mm-hmm. they rebuild it or something. Like that. Yeah. It would just be really cool. And they just keep releasing patches. It's like it takes up like 30 gigs on your computer, but it is some of the most beautiful. Man, I would never leave it. I would. I would love to play that. The, but the, the thing, the, the, the problem I think that's going to create for the Harry Potter universe is the creation of the lore. There are very, it seems to me from just, just observationally, there are tight restrictions around anybody else creating that lore and they'd have to create so much lore so then as the question is like is it canon is it not well you know i don't know if it would work yeah i mean i think it's i'm very curious to get deeper into this game particularly because i like that they set it in a timeline that is isolated and you know there's not going to be like voldemort attacking the castle you know what I mean? Like you know, it's it's a it was a quiet time in the Wizarding World, and so like we are in negative space right now. We haven't explored. So for me, as long as like they keep it plausible, like I'm going to be so happy. Like not to harp on Cursed Child or anything, but there you know there were some things that like that were a little just a little harder to believe, like the whole reveal of that one character and where she really came from. It's like okay, it's a cool idea, but at the same time, like. Practically, I have a hard time believing that physically happened. I'm hoping this game is a little bit more like subdued in that. Like it doesn't really have to. It's not looking to. I don't know. Shake too. Like I don't know. I don't know the right expression anymore. But I'm excited. Sorry. <laughs> well, let's keep playing it and keep making discoveries, and we'll check. Okay, back. I'm gonna get sorted right now. Yeah, it asks you which house you are hoping for. Oh, okay, cool. Like I'm, I'm glad. I was totally I, cool with that. I know too. what house like, I am. It's way better than the headache of dealing with people not getting the house they wanted and crying about it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fair. It, with Pottermore, I mean, it's it one might thing. be, it might be nice if there was an option like get sorted or you know, like because like with me, I wouldn't want to get sorted because I, I, been sorted like through Pottermore. I know my house. Like I don't want to have to like deal with that, you know. But it'd be fun for people who wanted to. Well, we will keep playing and keep talking and keep bringing you. Oh, I just got called up, Franklin Franco. <gasps> oh, Frankie's Frankie's excited. I'm very excited. Sorting's the best. The hat's on my head. Yes. <laughs> what house are you hoping for? Hmm. hmm I wonder. Intelligent and witty. Hee <laughs> hee. Okay, on that note. (laughs) All right, yeah. We will keep playing and we will check back in with you. If you're enjoying the game or if you have some interesting anecdotes or thoughts and comments, let us know uh, in the comments below. Just kidding, it's a podcast. So you could tweet at us at Pottercast or you could (laughs) email us at staff at Pottercast.com. So there you go. All right. See you in the drums. 
I don't know if I have recommendations this week. I know we've been doing recommendations. Yeah, I don't have any either. Oh, yeah. Um, let me think about my recommendations. Oh, um, I have an observation. <laughs> okay, I uh, recently finished reading Ready Player One. Oh. Um, and uh, this is one of the first times where I think the film was better than the book. Oh, wow. Really? Yes, because I felt... Now, personally, I felt the book to be very um, tedious because the the world building is is so crippled by all the references and fat fun quote unquote fun facts about the eighties that it's very it's almost as if you're talking to someone who's condescending to you with all the information they know that you didn't ever ask to know. It's like, okay. And so but the movie since you're not inside the character's head and he's not constantly yammering on about all the stuff he knows is much, in my opinion, much more palatable. Okay. Because uh, I've, I've been hearing about the book for a long time, but it's never, I kind of never just... If you ever read it, I would be very curious to have your take on it because I, I, I know you read a lot more than me. And so, like, I tend to probably latch on to a voice and, like, the way that people write that I'm comfortable with. And so this guy was just a little bit much for me. Um, and I think the... And then what really got me is, like, the changes they made from the book to film were very abstract and intelligent. Like, it broke the letter of the law, but definitely kept the spirit of the law. Like, they changed a lot, but it kept the spirit of it much more efficiently. Like, I thought it was really well done. And that's just kind of like for a big blockbuster Steven Spielberg movie. Cool. Um... I recommend Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. No fair. <laughs> no fair. No fair. It's terrible. Podcast, I've been listening to all my normal my normal suspects yeah. right now. <laughs> no, Work Life by Ted is an excellent, excellent, excellent podcast that I Work recommend Life to everybody. Work Life by Ted, huh? Yeah. It's a TED Talk. Uh, people doing a podcast called Work Life that's all about all the different issues people face at work. Nice. Really, really Give good. Give me one issue. Yeah. Um boundaries and overworking okay another one um is dealing with other people's emotions mm. <laughs> is, yeah. i need to listen to this yeah you got it yeah you, you'll 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 sit there on this on the subway listening going uh, everybody stop looking at me <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice what about you john i started a new show on netflix called lost in space Ooh, oh, I'm oh, five episodes in. Let me in. tell you something. My company yeah. is working with, we're producing this event called AlienCon. Right. That is with Annie. Annie, and it's and part. It's a little bit of a complica- complicated relationship, but the producers of Ancient Aliens, which is a big part of AlienCon, mm-hmm. are also the producers of Lost in Space. No way. And and they have been, I've been so excited to watch it because I've it's so freaking good. Is it, I've, I, I've heard great oh, things. Oh, man. How many episodes in are you, John? Parker Posey. Oh, I just saw the first one, but like, okay, I was super I'm impressed. Fly- uh, you know, fun. Okay, this is gonna sound very pretentious of me, but I don't care. That's um, okay. I was I've playing been shitting on everything all night. Here. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, they filmed and produced that up here in Vancouver, oh, and oh. I I got invited to a poker game, and one of the guys in the poker game was the prop master for that, and apparently Parker Posey really kind of had like a fun like playful crush on him, and so she she all like playfully she refused to do anything unless he was the one dealing with the props for her nice. he said he had a re- he said he had a really great time and she was really fun to work with cool yeah. no i'm excited to watch it beginning fantastic reviews yeah. yeah it's well done so far i have one complaint oh a critique yeah but it's 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 only on an aesthetic level like nothing nothing like essential it's just kind of like oh i wish this but it's i'm super impressed with it so far it's so well done and the acting's great and the stakes seem very mm-hmm. very real i really really like it yeah i'm excited to keep watching i'm gonna turn it on after we're finished here awesome we we gotta dig into the season two of the handmaid's tale i'm super excited oh is that out now yeah it is oh man I, oh i, I do have it comes to i do have another recommendation madam secretary if you haven't watched it oh i've been meaning to watch what that. is that so so very good we've been binging it what is it? It's uh, Taylor Leone as the Secretary of State, and it's so good. Oh, excellent! Yeah. 
Cool. Well, I guess that's it for us here. Uh, yeah, I'm a little, I'm wilting a little bit. It's late, late, late here. No probs, guys. I know. You and Charlie took the late dragon in. Totally. All right. Uh, Norwegian. Cool. Well, thanks to Charlie for joining us and Emma with the news. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, we'll be seeing you guys here uh, next time. Uh, Keep twiddling those dials. Next password will be cake. I don't know. Cake. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What is it? You like that? I. It just. (laughs) (laughs) You okay there? It was so wonderfully underwhelming. That's, not- <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going to go on my tombstone. <laughs> she oh, was Melissa. so wonderfully I'm underwhelming. I'm kidding. I don't think that could that would ever be able to stick on your tombstone. If they oh, tried, it would just fall right off. Oh, you're <laughs> Anyway, right. uh, what is it? Keep each other safe. Keep, keep each other faith. Safe. Keep faith. Good keep night. Faith. Good night. Good night. Bye. Good night. Bye. Good morning. Bye. Missed it. Bobby, free. I confess myself disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. <laughs>